hotel It's gonna be a great Noel It's the Advent Calendar House Muffins, black and smurfs And even Garfield's Halloween We're gonna take a trip down memory Welcome to the Advent Calendar House's Valentine's Day in July special. Uh, don't look at the calendar, it's fine. Valentine's Day in July, we're doing this. I have the freedom to do this. So this season I'm revisiting characters I've already covered, so join me as I continue skating on thin ice back over to Bear Country in 1982 to get all warm and fuzzy with the Berenstain Bears comic Valentine. Love is lovely, it's grand, it's great. It's falling home when you're running late. I am currently unable to move my legs after falling off a mountain I accidentally destroyed, Mike Westfall. And joining me is an elusive cave-dwelling cryptid whose address I know for some reason. It's Jerry Davila from Totally Rad Christmas. Hey, Jerry. Gorsh. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was my my best big pod. It was terrible. <laughs> it was, was like kind of like boring like on Goofy. goofy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nature Goofy. That's right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Mike. Oh, sure. So do you remember watching this one growing up or was this new to you? I do remember watching it. Um, okay. It was never my favorite. I actually, of course, the Christmas one was my favorite and the Easter one after that. Yep. Um, but I do remember watching this. I saw it a few times and then kind of like a lot of things in my life. Once I got into video games and girls, like forgot about it and uh, brought it back ooh, maybe about seven or eight years ago and it's one of those where i watched maybe about every two years or so that sounds about my story too uh but this was the first berenstain bears tv special i remember watching really even before the christmas even before easter like this is the one i think was my tv introduction to the bear family uh debuted february 13th 1982 on nbc this was a year after the Bernstein Bears Easter surprise, which I've covered already. Mm -hmm. But my parents didn't have a VCR quite that early. And these both got rerun a few times through the 80s. So that was one of those reruns that I caught. I got to. Yeah. And uh, I remember the Christmas one first and then the Easter. So I think that's why those two are my favorites, because those are the ones I've seen the most. Yeah. Um, and then I know we had I think we had the book as well of the Christmas you know, the Christmas tree. Yep, I had that. But uh, yeah, this one was kind of just one of those elusive. Oh, yeah, I remember the one and something about hockey. And, you know, <laughs> that's like really about it. And then watching it again a few years ago, I actually remembered a lot more than I <laughs> than I realized. But I love the special. It's just fun and weird and cozy and just like everything in the 80s it's it's like yeah. right in that perfect wheelhouse you know <laughs> very cozy quite a bit weird um but <laughs> yeah. it, i'm pretty sure this was my introduction to the name berenstain bears which yes i now have to consciously say it like that because we all just collectively misread their name growing up and called them <laughs> bernstein nope that's wrong yeah um we're, <laughs> no, we're all the same thing yeah no we're all just stupid um 
but that name wasn't originally on their early books that I had growing up. Like we had, it was just called the bears Christmas and the big honey hunt. And I had mm-hmm. one called the spooky old tree, which I still have. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. But, yeah. but they didn't have like Bernstein bears on the book title. They were just the same characters. Right. In this series of, they were uh, beginner books. They were, uh, Dr. Seuss adjacent because he was the publisher. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he actually wanted the, the Berenstains to create other animals for their sequel books. And then once they got the numbers in, yeah. he was like, no, no, you got to stick with these bears. <laughs> I believe the uh, the exact quote, uh, according to Stan and Jan Berenstain, was that Dr. Seuss called them quickly. And it's just like, forget it. They're selling the hell out of the, bear- the bears. <laughs> <laughs> That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's just go ahead and jump into this. And if you want to watch it for yourself, it is on YouTube on the official Bernstein Bears channel. So it's not in danger of getting taken down or anything. It is up there for you to watch. But, you know, when I usually start taking my notes for these specials, I start by finding a plot summary on a wiki just so I know what to look for. This one had almost nothing. <laughs> Yeah, Wikipedia is completely empty, which I think is one of the first times I've ever actually seen like the title plot and then nothing underneath. (laughs) You know, usually if there's no plot or anything, it just has like a basic just the information. Right. No, this actually had like a subsection. But when you click on it, there's nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that. It blew my mind. Well, Um, it's probably worse that I went on. I found the Berenstain Bears wiki, which is a thing someone maintains. Mm hmm. All they could bother writing for this half hour special was Brother Bear gets a Valentine from a secret admirer. (laughs) That's it. Which is part of the plot. I mean, like that's only a a half, I guess, of the story. You're really missing out. That's a good chunk of it. That's exactly what happens about a minute and a half into this. But but before that, we open with a song as we zoom in on the Bear Country calendar hanging from their kitchen wall. Yeah, and I, I remembered this song a lot. Like, oh, yeah. I, I didn't remember the actual melody um, because, let's face it, the songs in this special aren't quite as good as a lot of other special songs. Oh, no. Uh, although I do like Down With Mush. That's but I remembered the, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's great. But I do remember the changing seasons. I remember that mm-hmm. snowman because they were all kind of hiding inside. This was like, I mean, it unlocked something when I saw it again a few years ago. And now it's it's one of those where I always, every time it snows, which is very rare here, but every time it snows, I want to just like jump inside a snowman and explode <laughs> out of it. <laughs> yes, that must be where I got it too. They go So they're singing about love and romance throughout the year in spring, summer, and fall as you change the pages of this calendar. But come winter, the bears are into hibernation. And they explode out of these snowmen. It's it's very nice. I love it. <laughs> well, and I loved how the the snowman has a hat. It's basically like uh, Papa's hat, just red. Yeah, and that always. I don't know why. For some reason, as a little kid, I loved it. I thought that's perfect. I want that hat. It's a red hat. It's the same hat, stupid hat. He's got a really nice hat. Yeah, like I don't know where these bears are getting their headwear. <laughs> well. Yeah, I, I'm assuming there's a haberdashery somewhere. Like. Yeah. 
but they're just very interestingly drawn hats that, I mean, go back to the beginning of, mm-hmm. of their existence in the 60s. And it was just like, OK, and they stuck with it. Yeah, but fine. I, I guess it's very like rural. I, I'd probably say maybe something from like the 40s, maybe something even from Jan, maybe. Stan and Jan's, you know, their own childhood. They're from Philly. <laughs> well then i don't know i'm i'm reaching here man <laughs> you know philly where everybody had those hats and uh overalls gotta go back and look at my parents uh courting photos I, they, right. they, 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 I don't know they didn't really wear too many outrageous hats that i know of but that was yeah. a few decades afterwards so <laughs> <laughs> they could have been phased out by then who knows could be. <laughs> And but but uh, after this song, they get right to the point about a special day in February for mm-hmm. every Dick, Jane, and Jerry. Hey, that's you! <laughs> Yay! Yeah, one of the few uh, few times I actually hear my name in things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mentioned most of the voice cast from this in the Easter episode. So go right. listen to that one first if you desire. But quick rundown: we've got Ron McLarty as our narrator for every Dick and Jane and Jerry. A special day in February is a time to win, a time to woo, a time for saying I love you. Mm-hmm. And as Papa Bear. Oh, what a lad. Surely a block right off the old chip. Whip right off the old chop. Blop right off the... Yeah, yeah. So I remember him mostly from, um, I think he was Sergeant Belson from Spencer for Hire. Yes. So I... I liked Spencer for Hire. Uh, I mean, if you ask me about it, my favorite episode, I couldn't tell you, but I liked Spencer for Hire because he starred Robert Urich, <laughs> oh, there who you go. Yeah. I knew from the Ice Pirates. And so <laughs> because of the Ice Pirates, I was like, I got I'm gonna watch this show. And so of course he was Belson, who I remember getting shot in like an episode. I think that's like the basis of like my whole understanding of Spencer for hire. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Robert Urich, I always associate with like, he was on a few Disney channel original movies that I don't even remember the name of, but like I associate <laughs> his name with like right. the, the Disney channel announcer voice announcing Robert Urich stars in a Disney channel original movie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, ice pirates. I remember we would like rent it from uh, my, the local library at my grandma's town, which is like a teeny tiny town. So they didn't have a whole big selection, but they had ice pirates. And so I remember watching it and loving it. So well, all right. yeah. So Robert, you're <laughs> for hire. Long story short. That's how I know Ron McClarty. Very nice. <laughs> and we have Pat Leisinger as mama bear. It'll be cold today. Just checking to see if you're wearing your woolies. Yeah, who I think is really only known for this, right? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have Noel Johnson as Brother Bear. Oh, Brother Bear, will you be mine? From Honey Bear, your super secret Valentine? Okay, so one of my favorite movies of all time is Lean on Me. Yep. And. With, you know, uh, Morgan Freeman, it's just, it's, it's great. You know, they used, now they can call me Batman. Anyway, in the very <laughs> beginning, he's teaching his own class. And it's like uh, maybe middle school, maybe freshman high school. I'm not sure. But he's teaching them. They're, they're talking about uh, civil rights and where do we get our own basis for, you know, things like that. And one of the kids, it's a boy and a girl, and they run up to the front of the chalkboard. And uh, that 
you know, Brother Bear's voice is Tom in that scene. And <laughs> I watched it again the other day and just seeing him like get up there and answer Magna Carta and being like completely wrong. It's awesome knowing that he's brother. <laughs> like study more, Brother Bear. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know Noel Johnson from the movie Steel Magnolias. He's Julia Roberts' oh, brother. He's one of the brothers. Yeah. 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 So that's my <laughs> go-to. Besides this, of course, he was Brother Bear in all of these specials. Yeah. And, well, I think uh, I think it was someone else in the first one, wasn't it? In in the Christmas one? Uh, you know what it might have been. I don't remember yeah. the name, but I'll get to that when I get to it, I guess. But uh, <laughs> Yeah. But she was absent from the Easter special because it was before she was born and like leading up to her birth on Easter Sunday. But now we get to hear from Sister. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. Now there's an occasion that suits my style. A chance to do something really worthwhile. Sister Bear is voiced by Gabriella Glatzer who was 10 years old when this special premiered. Wow. She has four acting credits listed on IMDb. All four of them are Bernstein Bear <laughs> Bernstein specials. Bernstein Bears. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like Mama Bear, who yep. I think was like an extra on like the new hard show or something once, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's just one of those, like, this is what they're known for. Right. Which is cool. I'd, I'd be bragging about it all the time. Hey, yeah, absolutely. I would tell that to everybody. Uh, this is the only one of the four specials where she gets to voice additional characters besides Sister Bear, and we'll meet them later. For now, we're following Brother Bear, who opens his mailbox to find a heart-shaped note for him from someone named Honey Bear, <laughs> his super-secret Valentine. Super-secret admirer. Although, she does kind of creep on him a little bit when she's peeping through the bushes, oh, like yeah. Michael Myers style, you know? <laughs> yeah, you get to see, like, her for a split second. <laughs> While he's opening his mailbox. So, uh, okay. Honey Bear is the name of their, that's what they end up calling their little sister later on, right? Hey, think, yeah. So it's a little confusing. Uh, but, you know, it's like, well, I know he gets a Valentine from Honey, but she's not born yet. And so it's just one of those, like, I guess they're like Chris Claremont in the X-Men titles. They just like to recycle names all the there, time. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Sure. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're still, they have not aged in the last 50, 60 years. That's so right. The bears are <laughs> immortal beings, so it doesn't really matter. Right. But, yeah. But a super secret Valentine is something Brother says he needs, like, quote, a, a hole, hole in the head. head. <laughs> Dang. Well, Brother is definitely, like most little boys at that age, we're anti-mushy stuff. We, we just want to play sports and video games and toys and you know yeah run around like rambo i warmed up to the idea of like girls a little bit earlier than i think a lot of my friends but i think that was more of a hey pay attention to me i need attention at all times <laughs> but, well i have i have no idea what that's about but did you ever have a secret admirer uh yes i did actually um so much so that she ended up getting several of her friends to and her, they would chase me around the schoolyard. Oh, no. <laughs> I still remember her name. I won't give her last name to protect her anonymity, but it was her name was Denise. Well, all and, right, Denise. Uh, yeah, she was pretty cute, but uh, I was actually into one of her friends in fourth grade. So, ah. oops. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> yeah, sorry. 
I had a secret admirer as an adult, but as a young adult, I was a camp counselor one summer. I was 18. Uh, but this secret admirer turned out to be a little younger. So I was like, nope, not ah, doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's stay out of jail. Yes. Uh, if I had other <laughs> secret admirers, they were so secret. I still don't know about them. But. <laughs> Double secret probation. <laughs> there it is. Yep. <laughs> but. But brother is all talk with this hole in the head comment. He tells some random owl who happens to be hanging out. Who? Who? That's what I want to know. Who? Who? Because brother stuffs the valentine in his shirt. In his shirt. Next to his heart. Uh, And he's wearing like a turtleneck, too. So, you know, that thing's like tight on him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So he's intrigued. So intrigued that it takes him a minute to figure out why his papa's asking him, how's the ice? (laughs) Yeah, because I think he was supposed to be practicing because he's got his hockey stuff coming up. Yes, that question only makes sense when you learn that Brother Bear is the starting forward on his hometown's ice hockey team, the Bear Country Cousins. Which right away made me think of Care Bears and the Care Bear Cousins. Oh, wow, yeah, yes. (laughs) So I was like, (laughs) is their mascot like... uh, the the lion, you know, Braveheart lion, <laughs> Braveheart yep. lion, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I watched this before the Care Bear cousins existed. I think because they oh, didn't show yeah. up until like eighty five. I want to say, yeah, it was it was around there. Okay, mm-hmm. so I didn't even make that connection until just now. <laughs> it's just a funny name because it I is. Mean, what would they be called? Like we all use it animals as our sports you know hey uh, sports mascots so what what would they use well yeah they can't really like like gee if i won if only there was a hockey team named after a bear like they can't be the bruins right yeah <laughs> that would just be just like the, the human beings the green human beings <laughs> the greendale human, green human beings <laughs> yeah i mean Grizzlies are out. Bruins are out. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, so what, is, what really do they have? <laughs> Not so, much. Cousins and bullies, I guess. Bullies, yes. They have a hot Valentine's Day date scheduled to go up against the mighty and powerful Beartown Bullies. <laughs> Who totally reminded me of the Hawks from uh, the Mighty Ducks. They were they were the Hawks. The, I mean, well, this was a reference I got as a child, but I don't know many others did. It's a take on the real-life Broad Street bullies, the Philadelphia Flyers from the 1970s. Oh, see, yeah, without knowing much about hockey, because I'm from Texas, where, like, hockey's not really a thing. We have a team, (laughs) but, you know, uh, I don't really know anything about that. So, to me, I just... I just saw the Mighty Ducks the other day with my kids. And so it just reminded me of like when the Hawks are on the ice, just like win, win, win. I mean, that's <laughs> that's all I could think about. I think they still had like kids wearing Minnesota North Stars jerseys on them. So you, it's a teaching <laughs> lesson. Look, the Stars used to play in Minnesota, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. I don't really know hockey, but. I know about Miracle, the Miracle on Ice. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, no, the, the the Philadelphia Flyers were and still are nicknamed the Broad Street Bullies. Wow, that's cool. And these Beartown Bullies even wear orange and white. And again, Stan and Jan Berenstein are from Philly. So this is absolutely intentional. So that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. I did like how most of them had like a big gap in their teeth as if they had lost some teeth from uh, <laughs> playing hockey. <laughs> 
Uh, I didn't play ice hockey, but I played street hockey with my friends, and this front tooth is fake. (laughs) (laughs) So so that definitely scans it. (laughs) Absolutely scans. I have a fake tooth. Fun fact about me. But, uh... (laughs) So Papa Bear is very excited about the big hockey matchup, and he tries to show off a little as only a middle-aged former jock can. <laughs> yeah, it just reminded me of Al Bundy, you know. And he'd, <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> he do his pose. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Papa does his pose and trips on a skateboard and falls on his back. <laughs> but I like how in all this, you know, he he's hitting pucks well you know quote unquote pucks i guess they're like pot lids but he ends up like helicopter spinning like out of the house and it just reminded me of those toys that we used to have you know it was like the pole oh yeah or sometimes you'd make your own and you just kind of spin it and let it go yeah it was totally just papa was one of those helicopter things (laughs) (laughs) he really was he's he's like fancy when he gets himself injured <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's not the last time he's going to get severely injured no yeah see i fell off the ladder and like i was only four feet high maybe and i broke my wrist Oof. like papa would fall off a ladder and he would somehow everything would be together but he also would be hurt but also he would make like these little uh, squirrels dance and who knows what else yeah, like all no. sorts of magic would happen he's wolverine <laughs> i mean it hurts and it takes him a minute but he'll get better he's wolverine that's it <laughs> yeah papa's got a healing factor <laughs> confirmed uh, but sister bear meanwhile declares she is bored of hockey mm-hmm. and much more interested in that other thing that's happening on february the 14th valentine's day well and i like how when papa and brother are doing all that hockey stuff her and mama are just kind of um i don't know what it's called tapping their fingers at the same time <laughs> like it's like trying. the exact same yeah just on the table with that look like mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's the animation was just superb on that. It, it I, is really good animation, especially sister when she's standing in front of the calendar and she loves Valentine's Day so much. Just the thought of it turns her eyes into these giant hypnotic heart shapes. <laughs> I love it so much. It's very Looney Tunes. Yes. But at the, at the same time, there's just more of a sweetness and less of an edge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. But, but she has some kind of scheme hatching in her brain and we'll find out her plan later. <laughs> for now let's cut to the ice because brother is in action mm-hmm. i loved all the hockey stuff honestly brother practicing his shots just everything about it I, I, and again i don't really play hockey but i just i do like watching hockey movies apparently because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've seen like a ton of them um but it's there i really enjoyed it i thought uh again the animation was great and part of me is saying that because i just watched that chuck e cheese animation that's not really <laughs> oh, that's animation right. so, <laughs> it's, it's awful so anything that actually has like moving now seems pretty good <laughs> <laughs> only uphill from there that's right yeah <laughs> nowhere to go but up <laughs> yeah no the yeah. animation's great here especially during the hockey and we even get commentary by our broadcaster, or as he's credited, Bearcaster. Star forward, Brother Bear, takes the puck at center ice. He feints a pass, drives down the ice, is checked. He passes off, takes a return pass, shoots, scores! It's Jerry Stroka, I believe it's 
how it's pronounced. S-R-O-K-A. Jerry Sroka, I'm going with. A character and voice actor. Did you watch The Wild Thornberries? So I didn't really watch it, but I had cousins that did. Okay. And so um, it was never quite on my radar. No, I actually remember him as like a bit player from... um, I don't know if you ever saw it's a, a really obscure movie called Nocturna. Nope. Don't know it. Yeah. It's like with Dracula's granddaughter and uh, oh. yeah, she tries to be a musician or it's some, something bizarre like that. And he's like actually one of the musicians of that. It's <laughs> that's really the only thing I know from him. Huh. Well, now I'm intrigued. Who does he play on the Wild Thornberries? He's a character named Biederman, who's like the main bad guy's dumb lackey sidekick. No, oh, okay. <laughs> All uh, right. And he's also a voice in some other Nickelodeon cartoon I've never heard of called The Brothers Flub. It was from 1999. It was the first of two cartoon series in 1999 about intergalactic delivery boys traveling through space. <laughs> But I think the other one did a little <laughs> bit better. <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> Quite my shiny metal. I'll <laughs> and I'll stop right there. <laughs> uh, today's hockey game is not against the Beartown Bullies. Whoever it is, brother is helping clobber them to a 5 nothing shutout. Yeah, yeah. Brother, you, you could see why he's the star forward. Oh, yeah. And I like how all the little cheerleaders kind of fawn over him as well. And he's oh, just like, yeah. whatever. <laughs> he is not interested in these no. cheerleaders. <laughs> brother, brother, no other. Brother, brother, no other. Yeah. You got three cheerleaders here. They are Pam, Sue, and Prue. Prue, yeah. Prue. I, I'm assuming it's short for like Prudence, maybe. Prudent. Oh, I didn't think of that. I don't know. It's a bear name. Yeah. Why not? I mean, they have names like Brother. Yeah. Sister. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, Bruce sounds at least name-like. They're the cousins from Bear Country. <laughs> uh, all three of these cheerleaders are voiced by Gabriella Glatzer as well. In fact, she's the voice of every other female character in this special besides Mama. Mm-hmm. Including the lovely Charlene. Good game. <laughs> Charlene. Who makes brother blush so severely, even his outfit turns red. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I do have a question. So they actually, in the narration, because this whole thing is done in rhyming couplets. So yes. it's like very, you know, Shakespearean, I suppose. Or, mm-hmm. But anyway, so they mentioned how she's like Bear Country's like 10. She's yeah. like a 10. How <laughs> old are these cubs? Calling them a bear country 10. I have that note in here later, but we'll talk about it now. What? I don't know, but that's that's a little creepy. Uh, I mean, I know they, they didn't mean it like that at all. Stan and Jan Bernstein were oh, very Oh, no, good not people, at all, but it's but, like, yeah, it, it's got daddy-daughter dance vibes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> But Brother Bear's like all into her. Which, sure, uh, yeah. To, for for his age range, Charlene is a fox of a bear. Oh, yeah, totally. But got steam coming out of his ears. Did you notice how she had like those little, um, like in the leotards with the little piece that goes over your foot? You know, you put your yes. foot. Yes, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very 80s. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> over this like jacket with the fur. Yeah. Like, the white fur trim on the jacket, even though she's a bear. <laughs> yeah, what does she need for? <laughs> she has for. Right. <laughs> but 
Meanwhile, back at the treehouse, there's yet another Valentine waiting for brother from guess who? <laughs> and sister is loving this. It's a Valentine, and it's for you. Oh, she just having a field day. And I love that. I mean, that's totally like what little sisters would do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like my, uh, my youngest is, is, um, you know, my little girl, she's four and the, the, my son is the middle child. So he's six. Okay. And anytime like there's uh, kisses or anything on screen, you know, they're like, Ooh, smoochies. And, <laughs> and my son just like, mm. and see, of course she's all <laughs> just smoochies. I mean, it's totally sister bear. <laughs> <laughs> that's my middle one. That's, that's my 10 year old girl. She, she's like, I knew they were going to kiss. What were we mm-hmm. watching the other day when they were kissing? Like, uh, I think it was just whatever Doctor Who episode we happen to be watching. Oh, nice. <laughs> just like, I knew they were going to kiss. Like, nothing gets yeah. past you, kid. That's right. Yeah. But that sister's teasing is enough for brother to swear off the entire holiday in song while skating. <laughs> this was my favorite song. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, I don't remember how it goes. Because it uh, it's not super memorable, and this is still done in that style. This was, I, I probably should mention this was done by Elliot Lawrence. He was the um, composer for this. Yes, um, the Berenstains wrote the uh, the lyrics. He wrote the music. He's known for doing a lot of Tonys and Emmys and things like that. But he also was the music director. You might remember from A Christmas Dream with Mister T and Emmanuel Lewis. Oh, okay. <laughs> that you covered. I'm hoping to cover it this year. I probably won't get to it till next year. But uh, that's one of my favorites of yours. So. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. But yeah, that was him. And he, I didn't feel like he quite brought it, except on this song. I do kind of like this song. Yeah, this is a bop. Down with mush. Down with (laughs) mush. It's very silly. Down with mush. Kissing and hugging and all that slush. Snuggle bugging. And I've no crush on any member of the opposite sex. Whatever that is. Oh, yeah. And during this whole song, sister keeps making figure eight style hearts on the ice and brother skates right behind her, crossing them out angrily. <laughs> Dude, sister is like a legit ice yeah. skater. She makes some cool designs with those. Give her a stick. Just... She could be good on the hockey team. Well, and I think she does play sports on brother's teams later on. She, she does play baseball. Right, right. So, I mean, why not? Let's get her. Let's get her going. Yeah. Yeah. She outperforms brother in baseball, if I remember correctly. I That's a good right. special. That it. Yeah. Well, and uh, I think I have the book of that one. OK. The book version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another one where I definitely saw the TV special first and then got the book later. Yeah. Well, and some of these books actually came out after the special. So they oh, would write the okay. special first and then the book. So I know that that's what happened with the Christmas tree. I believe that's what happened with this one, too. I don't think the book came out till a couple of years later. OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Christmas one I had growing up, I had that one. But like the one I had as a younger kid was different. It was early, mm-hmm. early before TV was even a thought in their brain. Gotcha. And it was just called The Bear's Christmas. Right. And then. Right. Yeah. But at one point during the song, Brother sings, he has no crush on any member of the opposite sex. Whatever that, that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> this might be the first time I heard the word sex on TV. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I, I That's probably where 
Same here, I bet. <laughs> on TV, I told the story about the Muppets Valentine show. I watched that before I watched this, but they don't say the word sex on the show. Some other kid in the room was saying it then. This is actually <laughs> a line in the song Brother is Singing. Right. And they're talking about, and he's talking about gender, so it's fine. It's innocent. Right. But still notable. <laughs> and she's like, actually, I think this is my first reference of it. But. <laughs> Got to learn sometime. Yeah. And the Berenstains have always been coy about that subject. If you watch the Easter surprise special, Mama is pregnant with sister during the whole thing. And it's presented as her lap disappearing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But she and Papa give each other that knowing look multiple times to let the grownups know. I won't comment on that. <laughs> no, they, they they don't shy away from mom yeah. and papa being affectionate toward each other. True. Well, especially in the special, as we'll find out in a little bit. Yeah, which brings us to our B plot. <laughs> Sister now asks Papa if he wants her to pick up anything from the store for Valentine's Day, which he has clearly forgotten. <laughs> yeah, he has. He even says, oh, yeah, that's right. But then he, he quickly dodges that and kind of says, oh, well, you know, I don't. I, I can't just get a store-bought card for your mom. I need I need to do something grand and majestic. Oh yeah, he's got to go big for he's he's got to make a big gesture to properly display his love for mama. That's right. And we get some oh man, some some great tries by Papa. <laughs> we really do. We will catch up with him later. They they yes. are something. The Berenstain Bears will return after these messages. McDonald's presents the Berenstain Bears. Once upon a time, there were two children whose parents took them to McDonald's. The children each got a happy meal. The boxes looked like our Bear Village buildings. And inside were, guess what? Little Berenstain Bears. Me with my wheelbarrow. There's me and my scooter. And me and my wagon. And Mama with her cart. Gee, Papa, could that really happen? (laughs) Only if you believe in people. The lovable Berenstain Bears, only at McDonald's. What's up, dudes? I'm Jerry D. of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, books, fashion, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, he's got it covered. Wait, is there a lot of things to talk about for the 80s and Christmas? Well, you got the movie giants like Christmas Vacation, Scrooge, and A Christmas Story. There are TV specials like Muppet Family Christmas, Claymation Christmas Celebration, and a Garfield Christmas special. Plus classics shown every year. You also jam out to Last Christmas, Do They Know It's Christmas, and Christmas in Hollis. But most of all, it was a time for the most bodacious, best-selling Christmas toys ever, like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Cabbage Patch Kids. Yes, them too. We cover them all, plus much more, including standard segments like Hap Hap Happiest Memory, Gag Me With The Spoon, The Other Half of the Battle, and Chant With The Littles. So tune in to Totally Rad Christmas everywhere you get your podcasts. Turn the clock back and dive into those warm and fuzzy memories. Later, dudes. And now back to the Berenstain Bears. For now, let's keep following Sister for a little bit. She's got a big, long list of people she wants to give Valentines to. Basically, mm-hmm. everyone she's ever known or heard of. <laughs> and I love how at the end, she's even like, eh, maybe I'll give one to you, brother, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But she also is interested in giving one to the elusive Big Paw Big Bear. Paul. Yeah. They met Big Paw a couple years before over Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving, yeah. That's a good one, too. It is. 
that's a story for another time. I've got my own backlog just for Thanksgiving specials. So nice. <laughs> keep waiting, but it is coming. Uh, yeah. But sister wonders whether Big Paw has ever gotten a Valentine before since he lives up in a remote cave by himself. And I like how as they're as they're cycling by, he just kind of looks down and at first he has that angry face. But I think he hears what she's saying if he's ever gotten a Valentine, because then he makes like the confused look. Yeah. 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 Now he's intrigued. He's not like the sharpest tool in the shed, but, you know, I mean, he's curious. Yeah. No, he's (laughs) he's he's the Bigfoot bear. Yeah, exactly. Trying to figure out things. (laughs) <laughs> now all I'm picturing is Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> basically, you're yeah. basically there yeah. with Big Paw. Just make him a bear and you're done. <laughs> yep. But uh, we we pan from Big Paw's remote cave back down to Papa Bear, who's already at work with a very big Valentine for Mama. Oh, man. This first try, he's trying to tie two thin tree limbs together in a heart shape. <laughs> And put the word love that he's like tied together in sticks in the middle of it. But it ends up catapulting him into the air. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so imagine like one of those traps that like Bugs Bunny or one of those. Wiley Coyote is what I Exactly, Wiley Coyote. Yeah, you know, they take it, they stake it down. It's like this real flimsy branch, but you can tell because it's so thin, it's going to be very, very elastic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, you gotta love Papa, guys. Let's talk about proper axe safety. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, this actually made me think of there's an early, early episode of The Simpsons where they get stuck in the woods, like their car falls off a cliff and they're stuck in the woods. And Homer tries to show Bart, "We'll catch our food." So he makes <laughs> a really terrible rabbit trap that ends up flinging the rabbit like into the air across the forest, and it is one of my all time funniest favorite Simpsons moments. And it's from that first <laughs> season. It's probably like I belly laugh every time, even now. <laughs> See, I love the Simpsons, but I think it, for me, it kind of peaked or, or at least my favorite, I should say is like season five, I think is where it is. There's yeah. just so many good ones there. And um, so I rarely revisit the first, but now I'm going to have to go back and, and watch that again. Cause I remember it, have it flying. <laughs> yeah. But, oh man. Yeah. No, I'm actually with you like the season four, season five. I'm watching season four with my kids now. And we just we're into like the really good ones. We watched the monorail one recently. Monorail, we watched yes. uh, I Love Lisa, which is with Ralph. And I choo, choo, choose <laughs> you. Choo, choose you. Yeah. So Speaking we're right around. There. Yeah. Yeah. So we're so we're so we're in good territory now. But I mean, I was a day one Simpsons watcher. So, yeah, I still have like good memories attached to that first season. And just because it was a phenomenon and I and that was was one of the first really one of the only shows that i was in on from the beginning yeah that's cool i mean we uh we didn't have fox like it wasn't available okay. in our area for a while so the only way we saw it was if my uncle who lived in corpus christi and worked for the cable company ah. so he got it for free yep. he actually record it and then bring it to us so um the first season i kind of really missed out on a lot of them uh, just because of that and it wasn't until reruns that i could see them but 
Yeah, they had some really good ones in there. (laughs) (laughs) So that one was one of my favorite. And that's what this reminded me of, because Papa (laughs) gets launched very similarly. (laughs) Yeah, he does. (laughs) This one, thankfully, leaves him hanging from a nearby cliff that he manages to grab. And while he's up there, he kind of has to go back to the drawing board and rethink his game plan to create this giant valentine for Mama that he wants to make. And he sets his sight on a nearby mountain peak. That should go well. Thank goodness that mountain peak is in sight because, (laughs) oh, I've got an idea. Yes. Yeah. It's Papa. He really, really gets things built up in his head. He's kind of like Clark Griswold, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah. He gets these ideas built up and then it's just the execution just isn't quite there. Yeah. Yeah. But I did wonder how he got down from that mountain peak. You know, it's like holding him by his suspenders. Yeah, and, or I'm not sure. And, yeah. Kind of like swing or... <laughs> I don't know. We'll eventually find him somewhere else, but for now, right. brother is giving sister a lift on his bike into Bear Town so she can shop for her Valentine stuff. Hmm. Yep. And while she's in the store, he's got other plans while he's in enemy territory. So he sneaks over this nearby fence and hops over to take a peek at the bully's secret practice pond. Mm-hmm. And because weather is weird and specific in cartoons, the <laughs> other side of the fence and only the other side of the fence is very foggy. Oh, you know how it goes. It's uh, <laughs> how many times you've been driving down the street and the fog just stops at one side <laughs> of the street. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> That's very yeah. true. No, it's uh, yeah, you're right. It's like one of those weird specifics that I like about uh, cartoons during this time. But this is where he gets like a glimpse of like, like I. This is what made me think of the Hawks, just the way that they're all just getting ready to bully, you know, yeah. you know our poor little ducks, or, yep. uh, or I guess they're called District Five at that time, right? Yeah, but, they're not even the ducks yet. But yeah, it's like you get this bit, and brother just happens to be saved from like a crazy beating by the goalie. Who's like, no, no, we got to practice. Yeah, I guess so. I <laughs> guess that's what's happening. He knows the bullies practice out here and oops, they find him immediately because brother's terrible at hiding. <laughs> well, the bright red shirt doesn't help. Well, but- <laughs> he's standing out in the middle of a field on the edge of the pond, you big dumb dummy. <laughs> Hide behind a tree. There's at least a bench, man. Go behind the bench. Right. <laughs> but, but yeah, so like the goalie. As they're all about to descend on brother, the goalie like wraps the goal and points towards it, you know, like, no, let's practice. And so that's really the only thing that stops brother from, you know, getting killed, basically. (laughs) Right. They're all ganged (laughs) up on him. And they're all at least a head taller than brother, too. (laughs) They're definitely bullies. Just staring him down (laughs) before they do nothing because the goalie calls him back to hockey practice. Right. Like, oh, you want to see us practice? Sure. Get comfy. Yeah. So we get to see the bully's secret weapon and best player in that goalie who doesn't let a single shot from any of their teammates go by. Well, and they're so big and strong that as brothers like walking back, he even thinks to himself like, well, we're faster and more agile, but yes. like they're like terrifying and strong. Yes. <laughs> so what am I going to do here? Right. Yeah. Okay. But now he knows what he's up against, and he goes back to his bike at the general store to find another envelope (laughs) waiting for him from Honey Bear, which means he's being followed. Yeah, yeah. little stalkery there, Honey Bear. Like, just back it off a skosh. His secret admirer is also a stalker. (laughs) Yeah. 
just back it off. <laughs> You're smothering him. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, sister's got all her valentines, so they head back, passing by Charlene. Well, hello. Mm-hmm. This is where the narrator calls her that bear country 10. <laughs> oof. That's like a straight oof right there. <laughs> yeah, cool off a bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Charlene's mere presence distracts brother so much he crashes his bike. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do like how even though they crash into the tree, sister's like up in the top branches. So she was she was launched up somehow. Right. Everybody who's like crashing into this, like gets a lot of air. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't remember that happened. Like we had to build a ramp to get air like that. Right. And even (laughs) then it wasn't that much. (laughs) No, not at all. Yeah, there. I don't know what's going on with physics in Bear Country, but like <laughs> I'm digging it. And like, can we bring some of that here? There we go. Make it so. Well, speaking of weird physics, we check in on Papa Bear, who's carved <laughs> out an entire mountain peak, say for a giant heart shaped with the word love written across it. Oh yeah, all beveled and everything. I mean, oh it's yeah, perfect. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. but. Because Papa's a terrible engineer, he somehow ends up sending the entire rest of the mountain crumbling to the ground. <laughs> yeah, it will. I I don't know how that works at all, but I guess it's kind of like in Bloodsport where they make <laughs> Van Damme get the you know break the very last brick. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like a big old pile of bricks. He's got to break the very last. So that's kind of what happens because that heart shape with the word love still <laughs> standing. He just he gives that last tap and the whole rest of the mountain just just shatters underneath him. Yeah. And and <laughs> there's a little wily e. coyote pause. And then both he and this giant stone heart he carved out fall to his apparent doom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Papa. Yeah. No, he's fine. They're the, again, Bernstein bears are immortal beings who can't be killed. Yeah. But <laughs> Let's get the origin, uh, the mystic origin of the Bernstein bears. Yeah. They're Wolverine. <laughs> there you go. But uh, brother quickly turns around to see if pop's okay. And even mama is there to come to her man's rescue and tell him she does not need mm-hmm. a 10 foot Valentine compared to the Taj Mahal. In song, right? Doesn't she sing to him? She at this point? sings here. Love is not the Taj Mahal of Valentine. Ten feet tall, a Versailles palace, a Cellini chalice. Oh, well, what is it then? Yeah. It's another one of those songs, and the style is very late 70s. Yes, um, that's 80s. the note I have. It's like that cheesy 1970s variety show sound that bled into the early 80s. Right. Yeah. It, you get a lot of that in, in cartoons and shows from this era, which, again, makes sense. It's why I don't stop on my show. It's why I don't stop in 1990. I kind of go a little bit. Over yeah, you kind of have to because it, it leaks right. into there. They, they yeah. blend together. Yeah, and so you see a lot of that here. It's it's very oh, yeah. much in that style with the horns, but uh, yep. just the orchestrations in general. Um, but I like Mama and Papa in this song. They're just so cute together. They are good. So. <laughs> she must have, like, ridiculous amounts of patience. Oh, she must. Oh, I yeah. mean, my wife has the most ridiculous amounts of patience. So I understand and appreciate. Same. Yeah, she puts up with me. 
But but getting back to Papa, Jerry, what's the biggest, most ridiculous thing you've ever given to your wife or a former girlfriend or something? Yeah, I haven't really given much. It's mostly about <laughs> I wrote a song for her and re- like recorded it and like went to a studio, recorded wow. it and all that. And then it ended up being our song that we danced to for our wedding. Oh, wow. Um, well done. So I used it to propose to her and then, um, yeah, recorded it. And that was our song. So that's probably the most ridiculous because it was a lot of work <laughs> went into that. Yeah, but no, you're paid off. I mean, I this was maybe 18, 19 years ago, but I had written some dorky thing for my now wife. I had a blog at the time and I made a copy of the blog design with a special section for her to read and only her to read. And I put it I put it on a floppy disk <laughs> and gave <laughs> nice. it to her. As, I think it was a birthday. I don't think it was Valentine. I think it was for a birthday one year. So it was like a love letter disguised as a website on a three and a half half. inch floppy. (laughs) Or maybe I might have burned it onto a CD or something, but just that's how long ago it was, kids. I don't remember. It's long gone now, unfortunately. (laughs) It's in case you don't know, it's the save icon. (laughs) Yeah. The save icon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember when one of those things could literally like save the world? Like all those cartoons yeah, where really? like we have this <laughs> on the war games. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oof. Oh, I had to explain that when we were watching Tron because we had had uh, I I had just ridden the Tron roller coaster and then I had to explain what it was based on to the kids. So we watched that. I did the same thing. We watched just this past summer. We watched Tron, uh, the first one with my kids, and they were like, "What's nice. going on?" <laughs> <laughs> like. There used to be discs. <laughs> Had to take yup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so during this song, Mama asks Papa if he remembers their first date, and he takes a minute, but he does. Mm-hmm. And he asks, weren't you wearing that exact same dress? <laughs> oh, Papa, get her some new clothes. <laughs> but but the, the blue polka dot maternity looking thing Mama Bear always wears, she wore <laughs> that to a first date? <laughs> She's... She's not easy. She, you got to work for, for mama, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, Yeah. I wondered that too. I thought, wow, she really needs to go on a shopping spree or like something, you know, get her, get her a little black dress, Papa. Come on. (laughs) Right. Well, she's got a look and Papa knows what he likes. That's true. Yeah, it works. And it was love at first sight. Has to be. You ever look at photos of your parents from when they were dating, especially now that we're older (laughs) than they were then? Yep. It's strange. Uh, I have a picture of my dad because uh, they started dating in college. I have a picture of my dad in college where he's just kind of laying on the bed and playing guitar, uh, which is like totally a picture I would have taken. Like someone could have walked in my room in college and taken that picture and it would have been <laughs> the exact same. But he has like all these posters up. It's like uh, the Eagles and the Beatles and the Stones and like all these you know classic posters. And I'm just here thinking, man, like I bet. Like if I could Marty McFly it, I bet we'd really like just jam out, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, no, my parents were a very fashionable young couple in the late 60s and early 70s. So to imagine my mom in an essentially a nightgown on her first date is just, (laughs) no, that that wasn't a thing. It was just a Laura Ashley dress, man. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But it's clearly working for, for mom and papa bear. Yeah, they know what they like and they stick with it. Good for them. Except after that fall he had off the former mountain, Papa's back is apparently out of commission. 
So they very quickly make a little stretcher out of sticks that brother can use his bike to pull. Nice. Smart. At least he's a better engineer than his dad. <laughs> Former mountain. Okay. But before we move on, how did that totally affect the ecosystem there? I mean, things have to be all out of whack, right? Now that there's like just big pile of rubble. I don't know. Like they still have to go down a hill. So now it's just a smaller pile of rubble somehow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Yeah, because they're going downhill at first because Papa can't walk down for some reason until they get all the way home when they're just outside the front stairs and Papa just stands up and starts dancing with the rest of them. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> Fine the whole time, you jerk. Yeah, come on, Papa. It's like when you uh, have to taste the kid's food, you know, just to make sure it's not poisoned. You know, it's like kind of like that same thing. Oh, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll let you drag me just to make sure your stretcher works. My wife does that to <laughs> me whenever we go out to eat. It's like, look, I taste this. Make sure it's not poisoned. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Uh, then they end the song with with love is being friends. Mm. Reminds me of a conversation I had. Well, yeah, it was with my daughter. It was with my oldest, my 12-year-old, after she and my wife were kind of having a... They like, when, they, when they're in a silly mood, they like to have a fake argument sometimes. Mm. So while they're pretend fighting, I interrupt like, hey, you watch how you talk to my girlfriend, which is a thing <laughs> I got from my dad. He used to say that to keep us in check whenever we got smart with my mom. And he's like, that's my girlfriend you're talking to. <laughs> but this really confused my 12-year-old. She's like, but, but she's your wife. Like, yes, you <laughs> both. It's like getting kinged in checkers. Yeah. <laughs> it's an addition, not a replacement. They don't get it. They just don't get it. Not yet. Not All yet. these kids. <laughs> so that song leads us into a commercial break, after which we see Sister quietly sneaking up to Big Paw's cave to deliver mm -hmm. his valentine. Yeah. And Big Paw's got this big giant mailbox and Sister has to pull down the big giant flag on it, which makes a loud enough noise that he pokes his head out to see what's up. And I like how when he's looking at it, you know, he's reading it nice and slow, just kind of going through. And he's like, hmm. With just, his reading glasses. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was about to say. It was just one of the, it was just an odd touch that, again, with these little specifics that just yeah. don't really amount to much, but they're just interesting choices. Uh, you know? They are. They're great. The giant naked cave bear has reading glasses. Sure. <laughs> that is true. I mean, everybody else has uh, clothes on, so I guess that makes him a nudist. I don't know. Right. But, he's he's like, he's the au natural bear. He lives in a cave. He's a cave bear. <laughs> Hey, all right, just stay away from uh, stay away from my kids. It's different. Not big paws. All right. <laughs> Sister's giving him a Valentine. Yeah, he's he, she's sweet and, and he yeah. responds very sweetly. Yes. Mm -hmm. He even does the whole for me. For me. Yeah. <laughs> for me. I'm sending this on a hunch. So come on down. And join the bunch. Your friend, Sister Bear. It moves him to tears. Yeah. And this Valentine doubles as an invitation to join Sister at the big hockey game because now it is officially Valentine's Day. Yes. And there's a whole crowd heading to the pond. This is my favorite part. It's just the culmination of everything, you know? All right. Oh, yeah. 
Because we know that uh, his secret admirers, you know, she said she's going to reveal herself pretty soon. Yes. So we're, we're expecting that. And then it's like the big game. So there's just a lot of tension. I loved it. People in the crowd are skating to the game. They know they're not <laughs> playing in it, right? So so I don't know much about hockey, but I know that's not usual there. <laughs> no, I don't know anyone who's ever brought skates to watch a hockey game. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just know. in case. <laughs> yeah like you know the coach might put me in i don't know yeah well while we find brothers suiting up in the locker room where he finds yet another note from honey bear in his locker in his locker how did she get in there that's how did she know which locker was his <laughs> i don't know they're not labeled i don't know i guess when you're into someone you just kind of know everything about them or We've, I mean, it's been established that she's uh, follows him around and kind of yeah, you know, she's doing her bit, reconnaissance. So, yeah, she must have seen getting a little creepy. But <laughs> this is the final notice from Honey Bear, who says, "You shall know me very soon. I very reveal soon. myself this afternoon." Which is kind of ominous if you think about it. Yeah, <laughs> I reveal myself. <laughs> well, and that brother tries to be angry about this at first, but he's more curious than anything else. Than anything else, yeah. yeah. They rhymed curious with furious, which was nice. <laughs> he, some of the rhymes were fantastic. Oh, yeah. And, and like, you know, they actually had, they, they kept the meter. And then sometimes it was stilted and you're like, okay, well. Yeah, sometimes they just don't, but like it, they no. ease back into it well enough that it doesn't matter. But right. Brother peeks out of the locker room, scans the stands for any hint of which one might be Honey Bear. <laughs> he spots Charlene, who smiles at him. So he's thinking, oh, it's got to be her. Which, I mean, she's kind of been giving him eyes throughout the rest of the, the show, too. So I get it. Oh, yeah. The whole time. Mm -hmm. So, but no time for that now. It's game time. And what a fierce game. Oh, yeah. Right out of the gate, brother gets checked hard. <laughs> this is like real deal hockey. Yeah. Yeah. I'd kind of hoped a little bit that he would like spit out some teeth. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't see any of that. I mean, the bullies already have their teeth missing. They already have theirs done. Yeah. But <laughs> but, but it's a back yeah. and forth match. And and brother mm -hmm. is clearly faster than the bullies, but he cannot right. score on this super goalie they call. No, she's um, what's his name? Tridiak from uh, Russia in <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. 1980, the yep. Russian Olympic yep. team. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he just this, benched the world's greatest goalie. There it is. <laughs> this goalie's blocking everything, and brother's starting to lose steam, and the bully strike first. Mm -hmm. And now he's really winded, and he looks in the stands at Charlene again, and this time she snaps her Bear Country cousin's pennant in half and grabs a bully's one instead. What a bandwagon person. I, that's exactly what I wrote down. I wrote, what a bandwagon fan. That's <laughs> terrible. Get out of here, Charlene. Yeah, yeah, you're not a fan. Oh. But, like, instead of being deflated that, you know, the girl that he likes kind of turned on him, he gets angry and he's like, like yeah, it gives him his second wind. And he like hulks up almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. And then he does some fantastic maneuvering and scores. And you're like, go, brother. Immediately gets finally shoots one past the super goalie. And and somehow the goalie looks shocked behind an expressionless hockey mask. 
<laughs> That's good animation. Yeah. It's great animation because it's like this goalie's wearing the Bernstein bear shaped Jason mask. The goalie's wearing. It's kind of spooky it looking. It actually is. And she's well, he or she. Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> the goalie has, has never. The goalie has never taken it off. Uh, this whole time, the goalie hasn't taken it off, and so right. it's just that adds to like the horror aspect of it yeah. as well. It's the intimidation factor, right? But but now there's some kind of look of shock from the goalie, like with the game now tied with a minute to go in regulation. That was a quick game, <laughs> but well, you know, you got to save it off for time. twenty two minutes. That's right. But uh, but the ending is very quick and very stupid. Because brother yes, gets checked so hard, he spins out of control on the floor of the ice. And as he's spinning, his arms are outstretched with his stick still in his hands. And his stick hooks the puck into the goal. And the cousins <laughs> win it. In just a minute to play, we could be looking at overtime. And with the bully strength and superiority and goal, hold it, hold it. Did you see that shot? The cousins win. The cousins win. <laughs> You know, hey, if you're going to be embarrassed, like just by some sort of move, if, if someone just does something to you that's going to totally and completely embarrass you, you might as well score while you're doing it. There it is. <laughs> but but good on the bullies for being good sports about such a stupid ending. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I could just see like the coach now. What? Come on. It, it <laughs> oh, can't yeah. be you know, oh, that would be. Yelling. Oh, they'd, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But but both teams line up and shake hands with no hard feelings. Yep. Just straight to you're all right, LaRusso. Mm. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and this is where we get like our big reveal. And uh <laughs> Yeah, because well, while he's in line for handshakes, brother's still searching the crowd for whoever a secret admirer could be. Right. But she's not in the stands. She's mm -hmm. in the line to shake his hand because Honey Bear is the goalie. The goalie, what? And brother just stares in shock, open mouth, to the point where his papa has to come over and tell him, easy now, lad. <laughs> well, I mean, she's a big girl. You know, she, she's definitely... Literally, she's got a, she's like a foot or two taller than brother. Yeah, yeah. I just assume she's older as well, but uh, I know later on she's she's also just big boned, but uh, she's man. Good for her. She like really kept up with the. Oh, the, yeah. What a woman. The bullies. <laughs> Why did that remind me of uh, Lieutenant Callahan when you said that from Police Academy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It was his name Tanaka. What yeah. a woman. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, she she's fantastic at hockey. And oh, yeah. She immediately, you know, was like, hey, let's practice together and you can practice your shots and I can practice blocking. Honey Bear is you? Sputtered, brother. Yes, indeedy. None other. And I just want to tell you, I really admire the way you skate. Simply super. Really great. And brother's all in. He's like, yeah, oh, let's yeah. do this. Yeah, no. And so what does Honey Bear see in brother? Well, it turns out she's a big fan of the way he skates. And brother's response to that is to tell Honey Bear, put her there. And they slap <laughs> each other five because he's a big dork. 
<laughs> like even sisters behind him. Can you believe this guy? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got no time for mush. It's so, fine. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And they're children who play sports together. It's very That's sweet. Right. Let them. Yeah. Let them be innocent for a little bit. <laughs> and, and, and I'm very much in favor of the all gender hockey league that got going here. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you can play, play. Sure. Which is mm-hmm. where I will say the tooth that I lost knocked out by a girl. <laughs> High slap shot to the face. It was amazing. <laughs> but sister, meanwhile, while brother and, and uh, honey are together, sister's like ice skating around him as well. Oh, yeah. Like her little hard eyes are just she's loving this. Just doing all the hearts. I yep. mean, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and it's Honey Bear who has to make the first move again by asking Brother if he wants to practice together sometime. And right. again, he's all in. Brother knows where she practices now. Yeah. And hey, wait a minute. Honey Bear left a note on his bike when he was spying on her team. Did she follow Brother knowing he was going to spy on her? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I don't know uh, unless she had like a friend put it on his bike. That's now you're starting to get in like some next level stalker stuff. Right. right. Here, well, go, go yeah. drop this off for me. <laughs> no wonder the bullies didn't do anything when they found him at their hideout. She probably told him, listen, let this idiot get caught. It's all part <laughs> of the plan. I like him. And if anyone says anything, I'll punch their lights out. Yeah. <laughs> well, know. I wonder if her dating arrival would just. Who, especially a rival who just beat them in the championship game is going to cause some friction with the rest of the team. Well, maybe unless they can uh, get them to go join their team. I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like everyone's cool with it right now. I don't know the ins and outs of the politics of hockey for bears, but (laughs) no, I don't either. They seem to have a handle on it. I dig it. So that's settled. They're a match made on ice, but wait, there's an even bigger surprise at the end. Yes. If you thought Honey Bear was a tall drink of frozen water, she introduces Brother's family to her older sister, Big Bertha. <laughs> Who's taller than Papa. And Yes, she's a yeah. head taller than Papa, wears her name on her sweater, just like Honey and the cheerleaders and Charlene. I guess that's a thing. You Just know, if, every female brother's not related to is labeled for some reason. <laughs> that's the fashion. Yeah. It's the, it's the Laverne and Shirley like uh, initial sweater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's mono. That's their version of monogram. My mom had a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do like how while all this is going on, sister, uh, you know, comes up with big paw. Yeah, she's got to play Cupid, immediately introduces Big Paw to Big Bertha. Is this my friend, Big Paw? Pleased to meet you. (laughs) Yep, she's like Emma, you know, or Cher from Clueless, you know. (laughs) Yes. Oh. Or Barney Stinson. Have you met Big Paw? (laughs) Big Paw, the biggest bear of them all, is just, hi. Mm-hmm. So love is all around at the end of this special as everyone skates hand in hand and we get a reprise of that Love Is song. Mm-hmm. It's getting along with your fellow bear. Sometimes love is just being there. And that's it, really. That was quicker than I remembered. It it's a quick 22 minutes, yeah. And and even though there are, you know, 
several subplots. They all kind of converge at the end pretty well, I think. Yeah, it, it ties all in together very nice. And I think that's for the best with this story. Not a lot to it. Nice and simple in and out. Yeah, I agree. I think if they had tried to do anything more, it either would have gone over our heads as kids or it just would have failed miserably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, love is all around us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts on the Bernstein Bears comic Valentine? I I do still not sure why it's called comic Valentine. Oh, I feel like they're getting that name from the song My Funny Valentine. I guess so. Sweet comic I mean, Valentine. That's the only place I've ever heard that anywhere else. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like I could have sworn that I remembered them singing that song at the beginning of this, but no, it's not there. So Mm-mm. I don't know if it was like in a bumper on a TV airing of it, but I couldn't find any of those. I could only find a copy that was, it must have been straight from video without the commercials in it. Right. Yeah. I did kind of miss some of the old commercials, you know, that, yeah. that, that normally uh, when you're doing your show, we kind of see, um, but sometimes we just, don't get those not there couldn't find them but i did find a much shorter video of clips from this special set to the song let's hear it for the boy from footloose (laughs) very silly some fan made it is that denise williams yeah okay yeah (laughs) nice some fan decided these two things should go together (laughs) that's like when i was looking for uh magnum pi uh christmas clips to you know, from their Christmas episodes to splice in. And all it is is like Christmas songs with clips from the Christmas episode <laughs> to it. <It's laughs> sure. Like, well, okay, I can't use that. But womp womp. Yeah. But Jerry, thank you for bearing with me for this episode. Oh, but ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Mike. It's always fun talking with you. Absolutely. And if people want to leave heart-shaped notes in your unmarked locker... Where can they find you on the internet? Sure. So I am um, totallyradchristmas.com is where they can find me. At um, You can also find me on social media like uh, Facebook and Instagram at totallyradchristmas, Twitter at radchristmas, Mastodon, which I still really haven't done anything with, at no. uh, totallyradchristmas at mastodon.world. Or you can go to the Totally Rad Christmas Mall and Arcade, which is our Facebook group, and you can interact with us and post anything you want there as well and i know i'm using the royal we but uh I, you know me i guess technically it's just me so <laughs> well, I, yeah no we can get used to they we can get used to we there you go that's it's very <laughs> simple but all of those links along with wherever i happen to be hanging out on the internet these days are in the show notes of this episode and also at adventcalendar.house until next time for jerry davila From the foggy side of a very controlled weather event along the perimeter of a fence low enough for a child to hop over, this is Mike Westfall wishing you a happy Valentine's Day in July and any other holiday that may be occurring today. (laughs) And please don't forget to watch out for that icy patch. Good night. Next time on the Advent Calendar House. This is a favorite time, favorite time of year.